Let's get it. What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Open Field. I'm here with Hellfire, Michael, Dev, Manny, Early, and Ooze. Sorry, y'all, for the late start. Just, just want to make sure my guys is in here before we get the show started, y'all. It's, it's no, you know, we got to make sure the team is available. So that's all. I'm trying to make sure the guys is here. But, fellas, we a few days away from the Super Bowl, so obviously we're going to talk about some Super Bowl stuff. But before we get into that, we also need to talk about the draft because we what? Three months away from the draft. Combine is in about two months and a month yeah, from now. So obviously both the – East-West Shrine game, and then obviously the recent Senior Bowl took place. So prospects right now are at a high. And I just want to set the tone with my biggest winner. I said it on I said it on Press Box yesterday, but for those who weren't on the show or didn't see, some of y'all, maybe one of y'all didn't see, but I had said early on the Press Box that I low-key would take Spencer Rattler over J.J. McCarthy. I, if anybody watched the Senior Bowl, the recent Senior Bowl, yeah, I did. Mr. Rattler to me looked like he'd be worth a late first round draft pick between that twenty to thirty two range with the arm talent he has. I was very impressed by his senior. He's bowl. always been good, though. He's he, always, yeah, he's always had the time. We know this. We know that if you play high school football, you know Spencer Rattler's been that guy since he was at Pennsylvania. He's been that guy. He's been him. When he was in Arizona. He's been ever since he yeah. was in, like. Our talent always been there. The problem is sometimes the decision making. He got did he did like his old line was the worst I've seen in, in, especially in a long time in, in the SEC. In SEC. Yeah, he was that's the facts, bro. That's so like boy. him as an arm talent, I see like I see Jordan Love arm talent, but like you, I see it in, in college. If you I don't look see at, you that, watch Jordan Love like, at Utah I, I'm State, if you watch at Jordan Love at Utah State, you watch him in the pocket, you watch the throws he was able to make. Mm-hmm. You can see that in Rattler a little bit. If you look at it like this, Manny, if you notice, look at the quarterbacks that are starting in the NFL, bro. They right. come from all over, bro. Quarterback is such a mm-hmm. quarterback is such a weird position because you really don't know who got the it factor or who don't got the it factor. Like for for example, mm-hmm. like Brock Purdy, Iowa State. You know what I'm saying? You look at Josh Allen, Wyoming. Lamar Jackson, right. Louisville. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 yeah. it is the spectrum of the quarterbacks. Like, listen, the first good, the first good Ohio State quarterback we've gotten in the league for real was CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Right. So it's like the where you find your quarterbacks, it could be LSU really Joe old. Burrow. Joe Burrow as well. Yeah, Joe respect, Burrow. Respect, Jim, respect uh Phil, please. Thank Jordan you. Love, Jordan Love, Jordan Love with Utah State, Justin Fields as well. But I'm just saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, in general. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. You know, I, I definitely. And that's why you shouldn't helmet. That's why you don't helmet scout. So, facts, facts. Um, I was gonna add on. I totally agree with with both of y'all. Um, you know, the first round grade. I don't know if I'll definitively say that right now. I want to see more of Rattler during the season because I didn't watch all of his film during the season, but I did watch the Senior Bowl tape, and what I did like. I don't know. I just like. When Spencer Rattler came in, I remember, and he was obviously super highly touted. I think he was the number one quarterback in the class. And I think for some guys, they don't come in and flourish right away. I think Rattler had to deal with some, um, um, what's it called, maturity issues early. And I think a lot of that had to do with uh, expectations that may have been unfair due to the fact that he was number one in his class when there were other quarterbacks. 
And I think now he's shown, I think, is this his third program or is the second program in his, in his college career? Same but either way, he's shown, he's shown that he can like switch and um, that he can like redefine himself as a player, even when bad stuff happened early in his career. And I always like quarterbacks that do that in college because it shows me growth. So that's specifically why I like Rather. And he's not just like this dude who's just like only good off maturity. Like he has really good talent, as we've seen. Like his arm talent has always been a thing. Now he's really become like a quarterback. Because I feel like at Oklahoma, there was just problems with kind of like everything. And now he just has like answered a lot of those um, things. So I like him. Go ahead, Hellfire. Okay, so my winner from the Senior Bowl specifically is not Rattler. My winner is the official new CB1 of this class in Quinion Mitchell. Toledo? Uh, mm. So the thing that was missing in his tape was the competition. Ability. Press man coverage. Oh, no, I was going to say the ability to press. Yeah, oh, okay. Press um, yeah. yeah. He showed right. that ability to press. I know the competition tax is probably going to hit him a little bit to some people, but. Mm. That's just – it's about not helmets coming. The band has it all. The athleticism, the zone coverage ability, uh, his physicality as a corner, the ball hawking skills. Like, the man is him in that position. Mm-hmm. And then also from the Shrine Bowl, uh, there's a couple – because I did see that too. Um Frank Gore Jr. from Southern Miss, day two yeah. now, based off of that. And then there is the safety from Texas Tech that showed out too. Yeah. Um, I forget his name off the top of my head, but yeah, he showed out really well. And then Malik Washington too. Uh, he models his mm. game off of the man that Ooze thinks for some reason was a slot receiver in Steve Smith Sr. <laughs> All right, you don't got to drag it. You don't got to drag it. <laughs> but my winner of the drag, my winner of the Sear Bulls, uh, Lama Conkey. Lama Conkey. Let me tell you something. Let me know because I'm going to tell you something right no, now. No, no, my bad, man. You, I, I don't care what you're talking about. That boy could be Cooper Cup 2.0. Like, you put him in the slot, <laughs> route running-wise. Not not to go to that extent. That would be that would be his. No, yeah, I know what you mean. That would be he's his underrated. ceiling. Underrated. That would be his ceiling. That would be his highest ceiling. Yeah, but Cooper dog, Cup man. 2.0. Not, he wouldn't be better. I understand. Y'all two point means better. Y'all when y'all say two when y'all say two y'all mean better. When I mean hey, he's a Georgia boy like, now. Don't play with like him. Like I mean a version right. of him. I like Lab McConkey. He's nice. Okay. He's dead nice. You line him up in the slot. I think he can win any one on one. He's like that. He proved that. He proved that he's one of the best route runners in the country. You know, and he got hands. So I like Lab. I like he that. Has and I think draft class for sure. But um, yeah, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I'm gonna because <laughs> he's rose. He's rose in the draft, in my opinion, to where he's in the conversation for a top two corner in this draft. Quinion Mitchell, bro, for Toledo. Mm-hmm. He has great size, great athleticism. His ball skills are amazing. He's great at getting in and out of his breaks. Like Manny and um, Hellfire were saying, he's shown that he could play press on some of the more shiftier receivers in the end of, um, in this draft class. So I just think uh, I already have my eyes on him because I was hoping my Eagles could get him in the late first round, hopefully with yeah. our pick. I don't even think that's going to be able to happen anymore because of the season that yeah. that man has now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, 40, I think that man does show right. that 
he's probably just as good as guys like the Kool-Aids, the Terrions, and those top corners, and the Cooper DeGene's, and those top corners of the draft class. At least yeah. maybe not would right you take, now. Uh, somebody just asked, would you take him over Cooper DeGene? Oh, I'm taking him over. Decision, dude, because Cooper DeGene, I think DeGene's floor is better right now, but the ceiling is better. For I don't him. think DeGene's going to play corner in, in the NFL. Why not? Why they, not? They just they just he's he's going to play bro, safety. Bro. Stop, stop, stop. They they you know that, Trent. Trent. No, I'm not going to lie, bro. Y'all just I'm not going to lie. Y'all saying that because he's white. He has to play. I'm not saying that because he's white. I'm saying that because he's big as hell. He's big as hell. He's a great tackle. I'm really saying that because he's white. One of the best athletes in the draft. Okay, so I can put him at corner. I don't care. I want you to understand that. Right, right. Best athletes, the best athletes on your field. But I'm taking the corner. Cooper DeGene has a, elite athleticism, bro. He's yeah, playing like, corner in the NFL. Like, he's an NFL corner, bro. He's got elite, and I think his ball skills I had Kool-Aid and Terion over I was going to say Kool-Aid. I like Kool-Aid, too. No, I really like Terion. Terion really better. I think Terion, to me, Terion's the best corner in the draft. I like Nate Wiggins. One person that surprised me. Now, Nate Wiggins tough. Now, Nate Wiggins like, tough. He made, he made, he's, he's good. good. Corner, he's, he's good. good. He's good. He went to my head. Yeah, we're not in time, man. We're not talking over each other. We're not talking. Go ahead. Was just, an, another receiver I wanted to say, too, that, like, surprised me just a little bit because I had a lot of questions about him was Roman Wilson. I see he made, he made some good catches, got some separation off these DBs. He made some good plays, in my opinion. He's shown that. He can maybe just maybe have some potential to be somewhat decent in the league, and I didn't think he was yeah. even valid at all before that. Okay, go ahead, Dev. Oh, one of my risers. This is a homer pick because he is my cousin, but he played really good. Javon Baker from UCF. Yes, he sold his little Keenan. He, he sold his Keenan. He played like Keenan. He's like a little bit Keenan Allen. He's, no, he's not the fastest guy. I'm fast. No, I'm fast. I'm faster than him always. He's not the fastest guy, yeah. but he's six one big. He can participate. Yeah, I'm a college. I'm a whole college. No, I'm, I'm, whole playing, I'm playing deaf. I'm playing deaf. No, no, no. Let me get. Let me get. Let me get right. He's six one, and he and he showed his ability to be physical and make the contested catches. His route running would look really crisp. I mean, it eats around the deep ball, the intermediate routes. He looked like he'd be a uh, a, Z, a Z. Is it called a what's it called a Z receiver, Gerald? The um on the other side. No, oh, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I got him the outside receiver. And Z. Yeah, um, Quinion Mitchell always been hot on, high on him. Like, uh, what Hellfire said, I thought he was a top five corner. I think he's going to be a steal. I think he might go to, I think the Eagles need to draft him. The yes. Eagles or, I know if we can. or the um, 49ers if he falls that low. Loser, I'm going to go be different because I'm going to go for the office lineman. I think he's from Houston, not Houston. Oklahoma. He's my Tyler Guyton. Yeah, Tyler Guyton. Yeah, I, I think he's a little bit of a loser. He didn't perform the best. He's still he's still mm -hmm. gonna go high, but he's still. I think mm -hmm. he kind of went lower. I think a guy. I think a guy from Duke stock might go ahead of him. They got from Duke and um your boy uh he go ahead of him as well. His name mm -hmm. Patrick. Um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna go ahead of Tyler Guyton now. And another loser. I think we talked about it. Tez, the dude from UNC, he was dropping passes, looking give me. I think Tez, I had him. Bugged, he got. But I think he's not going to go back up. I think he's not going to go back up in the combine pro days. So. I don't think he tried. Let him finish. Let him finish, please. Go ahead. He's go a ahead. loser for that. He is a loser for that day because, I, but I think his. I believe in him. I think he's not going to go back up. 
in the meantime. And Lad McConkey, he's different. He is. He's different. Go ahead, Trent. Oh wait, go ahead. Of course, we talked. I said, of course, we talked about it yesterday, but I didn't bring this one up because in the beginning of the season, he had a lot of hype going into the season, but through the season and the Senior Bowl, he's starting to drop a lot. You know, mm-hmm. J. Rock, boy, Kalen King. God. He was on a lot of low. He had a lot of low lights on the senior bowl this weekend. I ain't gonna lie. He yeah, yeah and I didn't perform well. Yeah, he was on a lot of people's low lights. So I, mean, I, still, I still think Kalen King is nice. I think the narrative between them has definitely changed with what happened in the season. A lot of people were high on Kalen King, but now a lot of people think he's a lot of hella overrated. But I don't think that. But I think Ken, I think Kalen King still be good. But like his performance in the senior bowl, which is- he was CB two coming into the season. It was, say, it, it was him and Kool Aid. Yeah, it was him and Kool You know what his comparison is? He was dead the Emeka Buka of corners. That's what nah, I, mean. I think it's worse. I think it's worse. I think it's Emeka Buka. No, because <laughs> I was Emeka Buka. He was wide receiver twos beginning of the season, and then yeah, he, he, he yeah. not yeah. even wide receiver five. Yeah, he might wide receiver like eight. Look at the quarterback. And I have a loser from the. I got a loser. go in on. Oh, it's gonna take my loser. In your bowl. I think he's lagging a little bit. You lagging yeah, a little bit. Michael, go ahead, Michael. Hold on, Hellfire. Let Michael go. Um, Michael, I don't go ahead, know Michael. if I'm gonna steal yours. What, what who is yours, Hellfire? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, no, go I ahead. Say, uh, I, wasn't, I was gonna say I, I, I was, um, yeah, we were talking. I, oh, go ahead. I, I'll, I, this this is tough to say, but losers Bo Nix. Um, you know, yeah. you just look straight up dog. You didn't even like it's one thing to look not good. It's one thing to look like, like, no, but like, I just wanted to see something from him. Like, I wanted to see touch. I wanted, I wanted to see stuff. Like, I'm not saying I go into the senior bowl screaming, like, oh, I want to see plays that are going to like translate to the NFL, but I want to see some touch. I want to see some footwork. I want to see stuff like that. And I didn't think, I didn't think Bo Nix performed to what I thought he could. And you know, it scares me because I've always been worried about Bo Nix to the NFL, you know, watching him at Oregon due to the fact that I feel like it's, I don't know, some of his, I don't know if he'll be able to hit the short and intermediate um, and like have enough zip on the ball. I don't know if he has enough arm talent. I don't know if his improvising will translate to the league, even though it it has the best chance. That has the best chance. So for me, it's just questionable. Like you had, if you perform well in the senior bowl and you did well in the combine, you had a chance to go late first. Early well, second, and like now it's Brock just Purdy like comparison. no, but oh it's God. not because Brock Purdy was more talented oh. as a passer coming in. Brock Purdy was who he was at what? Ohio State. No, no, no. Okay, you're okay, drunk. Okay, okay. You're <laughs> drunk. Was, no, you're wait, drunk. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Bowling clears Brock Purdy in college. No, no, no. But he could always throw, though. He could always throw. You can't tell me that Brock Purdy wasn't throwing it in Iowa no, State. He throw, and that's not true. When he had. When he had Brees Hall, you, wasn't oh, yeah, I was about eight. Brock Purdy. He Maybe. did well junior year, and then yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Iowa State was actually. I will say. I'll say. Yeah, I was. Brock Purdy was. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is the best quarterback to come out of the school. You think he's better yeah, than Brock Purdy? Like, you think he's better? That's, no, not, that's not. I mean, I may not be saying much, but but you know what I'm saying. Like his career at Iowa State is probably one of the best careers. How good do you think Bonix is, man? No, I think he's better than Brock Purdy. At, well, but Brock both Purdy, for them, both for them was mid in, in college. college. In college, in college. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 neither was mid in college. I'm not going. 
I watched Brock Purdy go go with Jalen Hurts, and I want to go band for band with Jalen Hurts in college. That was Joe Burrow. That has nothing to do. That's nothing to do. Oh, but we're not talking about that. You said that's nothing to do with what we're talking about. You said that Bo Nix clears him, and we just saying like in college. I'm just saying I don't. I think as quarterback, I think as quarterback, the only difference if you took Brock Purdy and put him on that Oregon team, they will have the same level of team. I think the only difference between Oregon Brock Purdy and Bo Nix in college for their college careers is team talent, team and talent, bro. So you think that's what I was going to say, say Rob, Brock Purdy, How is that not moving you? Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy was sitting in New York. Here was Washington and here was Oregon. Like the talent. I'm not, I'm not answering. I'm not saying talent. I'm not saying talent. I didn't say anything about talent. Who's a better physical talent. What I'm saying to Manny yeah, is, yeah, if you took Brock way, yeah. Purdy and just inserted him into that offense, I, I truly, I truly don't think the production nah. went is is is, is, is different. Is. I really that don't. I saw, I saw Brock Purdy perform at a. I saw Brock Purdy perform at a school with much lesser talent than what Bo Nix had to operate with at Oregon, bro. I mean, no, I think, I think he was still like twenty nine to seven. I just think, I just think when you say about his twenty twenty two season. I think yeah, I kind of understand, but this is I think Bo Nix is wild this year. He's wild. He's wild. He phenomenal football. Like he was literally. Playing. I said at Oregon. I'm talking because Michael brought up at Oregon. I don't. No, that's what I'm know. saying. That's why I said I think Brock Purdy. Yeah, Oregon. Bo was on. What? Bo was Bo was on a tear, Bo but he's also okay. But we can we can I know, but like it's honestly I don't think it's as bad comparison as you think it is because as much as you want to say that Bo Nix played better, I I agree with that, but. I do think that this Oregon team is very talented. More ta- probably overall more talented than any team we've ever had. The only teams that can that can literally put a cake to these teams were the 2013 was the 2013 team and the 2011 team. I think we made to the championship, but those teams' defense sucks. Like 2011, you had Kiko Alonso. In 2013, you had I don't even know who you had. So it's like I think that like and we had an offensive line. We had Powers Johnson. We had pieces. Troy Franklin. So, like, I don't want to necessarily like hear the fact that Bo Nix was like playing at this great level compared to like like Brock Purdy. Like Brock Purdy had really had nothing compared to Bo Nix. He was at Iowa State. Like yeah, I mean, Priest Hall, he had one year and then he left, and then he had nothing. He had dirt. So, like, that's the only thing I'm saying. Because there's a high. Uh, there, there's that Brock clear, there's a definitely clear difference in yeah. talent, though. I'm gonna keep it a buck, like. There's, there's, there's a, there's play, a different play. Play. Oh, yeah, Bonix is faster and stuff, bro. but like Bo's making throws. I don't bro. know about Bonix's arm. That's the problem. That's just the problem. Exactly. Like, I don't know. My question is this. My question is this. Do you I think do you this is my yeah. question? Do you think blow do you think Bo Nix will be able to throw in NFL windows? Yes. Not like in the interview. Well, based on what you've seen at Oregon. Yeah, yeah, I think he can. Uh, yeah. Well, I think this year, from this year, I'm really just asking. I'm asking. Yeah, I think from this year, because I think he had a definitely big improvement from his 2022 season to this right. last season. That's, that's, I'll say yes. Yeah, it's going to be RPU. definitely improved as a player, for sure. So I think. The thing with Bo Nix is, I think the thing with Bo is, for him, I think he's going to be like, I think he's like, I think he has to sit. 
behind like a Stafford. And say, well, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's going to have to win. He's already almost 30, so I don't know how long he's going to I think he got yeah, a good right. like, oh, That's another thing. Some, some of these quarterbacks are going to have to play. Like, Bo got to play. Penix got to play. Because if Penix said, yeah. Now, you go like I these boys have yeah, one bad year. Bo could actually move though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm Only saying, I'm saying yeah. these guys are coming in like they're 23, 24. Like, you can't be. Yeah, JJ don't want to get You taking away, damn near. You're, you're in your prime already. Like, you're about to be 25, 26. Yeah. So you got to play already, so you can't. I don't think they can sit. I don't think, yeah, JJ's play. the only one that can really sit for a because he's yeah, like JJ, JJ's gonna be like yeah, Caleb JJ, Williams. He's 20, the only one, really like, no, you Caleb can't sit with the hype that's on him. Hey, Caleb can't see the okay, never mind. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, top three quarterbacks can't sit. He was talking about it in terms of age. In terms of age, in terms of age, but oh, Jared, I do want to highlight Spencer Rattler too. And like, when it came to, uh, I'm gonna give take a quote from Hellfire when it comes like in between here. I think he has him improved within this, like his mindset. Like, you saw the interviews is a lot more mature because he was good his first year starting at Oklahoma, then his second year, he was just kind of like playing superhero, being throwing anything. I think he's yeah, improving that, that a lot in South Carolina. And I think he's improved because he, like, he's always been talented. He always had an accuracy because people forget he was projected to be the number one overall pick. I forgot which year it was. I think it was either 19 or 20 or 21. Mm-hmm. One of those years he projected to be. Dude, the top he was TV. highly touted. But I think Spencer Rattler can go to a team like NOLA or go to a team like, um, I don't know, the, the, the Buccaneers. And I think that would be a good fit for him. And in that offense, and he could thrive in that, and I think he's improved a lot in his decision making because I think that's the only. Oh, that's in my opinion. That's the only thing. No, 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 no. I'm not hating on Baker. I'm just the future. You know what I mean? I don't think Baker's the future. Baker's like the bridge right now. I think they need a future. It's kind of like the Jerry Goff situation. Like Jerry, but they about to pay him. Team. They about to pay him a calm thirty-five to thirty-eight. You Yo, you I just, I, I just, I just want to see. I honestly, I think the Buccaneers would just, just be a good fit with for Spencer because the of Giants, weapons, man? the type of offense. Yeah, I want Giants too, but well, then, well, well, then again, then again, early, he's a little bit too melanated for the Giants. That's all. If he was like one shade lighter, then they'll take. I do know, y'all do know Spencer Rattler is like super duper light skin, right? You, you wait, talking about, wait, talking about, talking about, talking about. I know Spencer Rattler is like gotten better as a person he's matured but y'all want him in new york no like i wouldn't especially when that team he's, he's mature like the interviews that he's doing with jay brother he's matured as a yeah, that media well are y'all sure like y'all this. want spencer rattler in new york that's that's right. Right. that media that media is can i go for the listen go ahead listen i'm gonna keep it a bean spencer rattler better than daniel jones right now i'll take him Come that, you can you can say that, but he's come like, through. I don't come want through, I don't want Spencer Rattler. Yo, I'm gonna be honest. 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 Once 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 I've seen, after getting the chance to see Jordan Love, Spencer Rattler remind me of Jordan Love, bro. Like when I scouted Jordan Love, when I was scouting Jordan Love, he remind me of Jordan Love. I could see the same comparison, and Jordan Love I think is better than Daniel Jones. So. If I think Special Rattler could be Daniel oh, yeah, Jones, I mean, I think DJ. Yeah. I don't think Daniel Jones is very good at all. Actually, I think he's he's pretty bad. I I think the 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 playoff run was was an anomaly. Bad? 
Yeah, I don't think he's very good. I think I think you I think you you get a, a Spencer Rattler. I think he'll be starting by week six. How how old is Spencer? Twenty three. Damn, that's that that is just like I just don't, you're don't, don't want to see. Nuts. I just don't want to see Spencer Rattler have one game where I gave him pull Evan Neal. That's all I don't want to see. I don't want him to pull that, bro. So I can very likely see pulling that. Yo, you could listen if nobody. Obviously, Spencer Rattler. Because of what he did, and this is the great thing I love about, you know, this time of the year when it comes to the NFL, because really people be coming out of obscurity, like the corner, the corner from Toledo. I mean, everybody knew he was good, but the the tape, when you see him against the best players in college football, he dominates, it it, it propels you. And so Spencer Rattler, I think coming into the season, probably going to guarantee fourth, fifth round draft pick, honestly, that maybe. Means- Maybe later, maybe later. Despite a bad offensive line in South Carolina, his the his talent still flashed all over the tape. And so I think when you go into a senior bowl and you're going against Michael Penix, Bo Nix, players who are alleged to be first-round level guys, and you're by far the best quarterback amongst them, you know, in that yeah. in that environment. And you got to also remember these 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 games. You're only gonna have so many reps. You may you may get one or two two three yeah. drives to make an impression. Another, so yeah. and some guys don't even play. You know, like some guys they go they just practice and then shut it down. So you get yeah. a few moments. And so I think Rattler has made a great case for himself. Yeah. To I mean, listen, you don't know who values who. Listen, we saw Mitchell Trubisky know number two overall. Oh, I'm saying. That. I'll never forget that. You just don't know yeah. what somebody values you somebody yet. Nah, what I was gonna say though, um, I think a lot of people are starting to pay attention more to these players now, like in the senior bowl and stuff now, because they seem with like they see Puka, they see Tank, they see all these dudes coming up that like people really don't get credit for coming out. And like mm. they find them in the third round, they find them in the fourth, you know, they find them late. So I think people starting to pay attention now more on these guys. Like, also, another like, thing with Spencer, I think. I think he's a wasting then, like, let's say Bo Nix goes to a a, a team. I, I think Spencer Rattler can end up being better than Bo Nix in the NFL because of the situation he might be in, too. I, feel like he, I just see him being drafted to a better team and him playing for them. Like, let's say we put Spencer, like I said, Spencer on a, the Saints, even though the Saints probably not a better situation or, bait, or Bo Nix go to. I can see Spencer with that weapons of Olave, Camara, and – um. The other guys they got versus Bo Nix going to, I don't know, the Rams or wherever. What about sure, Pittsburgh? You said that. Oh, Pittsburgh. I, Bo Nix in Pittsburgh. I don't think I, 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 I would have Rattler. Bo Nix in Pittsburgh is it's over. If he goes to Pittsburgh, I swear it will be over. Especially like if oh, they don't. No, no, no. Over for who? Bo Nix in Pittsburgh. Bo Nix for Bo Nix. What do you mean? Bo Nix in. What do you mean, like, good like, or bad? No, bad. I don't see You're it working bugging. because they don't. You're bugging. No, 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 no. This You're is bugging. why. This is, wait, 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 wait. I understand, many You love Bo Nix. I don't love Bo Nix. Personally, don't, don't understand. I don't love okay, Bo Nix. So I can't stand why, Bo Nix. But I don't that think bugging you. because, 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 bro, they, their offense doesn't move me enough to for you to bring in a guy like that. Like, dude, dude, I'm not saying they suck on offense. I'm not saying they suck on offense. They have Jalen Warren. They have Najee. They have they have uh, George Pickens. They have guys, but like you need also need an offensive line. How good is their offensive line? 
Because if you think that Penix is going to come here and be able to like improvise the level he was in college, yeah, like, no, no, exactly. Bo, exactly. And Bo Nix is no better. He's no better than Trubisky. But that's what that's crazy. But that's why Bo Nix would be the better fit for the Steelers. I think I know better than Trubisky. I can understand that, but personally, I just don't. I just don't like that because I don't think there's enough there. If for Bo Nix, like I understand Bo Nix was bugging. But the dude is also what 24, 25 years old. He's been called for six years. Don't do that. Burrow's 24. He's been called for six years. Okay. We, so has other quarterbacks. Ben Corder has been good for there's been quarterbacks have been there for that long. You still you still have to you still Burrow's have to the number one six years. And bringing up and bring and bringing up just because he was bugged because he's old. That's 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 dumb. But no, no, I'm not saying he's old. He has talent. I'm saying that I don't know. If if he's gonna come into a situation on offense where like it like for the Viking like a team like the Vikings I like yeah, that for a quarterback because they have be weapons that are like move me you know what I'm saying can that's be what, like that's the it. difference right he could work out in Pittsburgh I'm not gonna say he can't Bro, but Pittsburgh I'm gonna Steelers, personally say the Pittsburgh Steelers are an organization right. they have Mike Tomlin who basically are contending for a playoff spot every year they're, they're always a game or they do do that yeah yeah in the playoffs if you're not telling me Bo Nicks can't come in and be way better than Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry, you chat. Oh, he's I'm wrong. Wrong. He would be. I'm sorry. Uh, what? He could make way better throws than Kenny Pickett. He's way better throw than Kenny Pickett. And he's just as good, almost just as good as a runner. Small hands. So what are we? Small little, hands, little, what are we? Are we? Are we really serious right now? Are we really about to he's say? A, I think he's a better. I think he's a way better. Are we serious? I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm just not sold, bro. You don't move. 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 You I am not as a GM, like especially in Pittsburgh. If I if I'm gonna draft Phoenix, I'm not like moved with the fact that I'm gonna end up being in a better situation five years from now than where I am right now with Kenny Pickett. Because I personally, as much as Phoenix did, I just don't see Phoenix working out. I don't, I don't see him working out in the NFL. You can like okay. I'm not gonna pick a first round pick on Phoenix. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I think and I, I think, think the one thing because I didn't like Penix crazy like, either. I think no, I think what like, Daniel Jones. I think, yeah, I think the one thing I gotta realize. Too, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I feel like with Bo Nix specifically, if you look at some of the best quarterbacks in football, even now, like I'll even say the three quarterbacks at the top, Jaden, May, and Caleb, I think they all have the opportunity to be really special because if you look at most of the quarterbacks in the league for real, most of their their teams in college, bro. They were the impact player for their colleges, bro. When I look mm-hmm. at Bo Nix, he looked he went from he went from Auburn where he was not really not really impactful he to going bad. to Oregon where his situation where he got a right. bigger increase in talent and things of that nature. And so what worries me about Bo Nix is if he can go, I don't care about the faces, I could give I could give one fuck. Yeah, if, if you go to the NFL, they're going to ask him to be better or make the team better. I don't know if Bo Nix is going to the NFL and elevating these teams. And this is why I don't see that. But okay, even yeah. then, even like, but I'm saying, but you, he came to Oregon, he was still the guy at Oregon. That's point blank simple. We're not about to say he wasn't the guy at Oregon. That's that's he was the guy. I'm not saying he was the guy, but what I'm saying is the biggest thing for me when I look at Bo Nix from Oregon to Auburn is 
a just to me a leap in the talent level around him. And all I'm saying is when he gets to a certain school, I don't think he's elevating the team. Like if you're gonna take him with a first round pick, that means you he think he's to going to change your change your team, right? But if I look at when I look in comparison to a Spencer Rattler, who was still able to perform with a line that's trash, I think that's actually a little, in some ways, a little bit more translatable to the league. Because you're not going to be, man. you're not going to be in an ideal situation. Well, so at the end of the day, I don't know if Bo Nix has shown me. To me, Bo Nix looks like he has to have a lot of things around him to succeed. Well, I don't think Bo Nix. I don't think Bo. Wait, 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 who do you think is on the floor? Just not me calling. Just not me calling him. Just not me calling him. Just not me calling him bad. I'm not calling him a bad player. I'm just saying. Neither am I. I'm not saying. I think the only three quarterbacks for real, for real, like Caleb, JD, and um, what's his name? Was was their eyes? They the real playmakes for like Bo. Were their situation? They need a lot of stuff around them to be good in the NFL. Yeah, but but you don't. But you don't think you don't think Penix is a first round draft pick, right? I don't. But here's the thing: I don't agree. If somebody reaches, because some of these teams, i.e., the Steelers, this is going to be the year they have to reach quarterback. So if something the Steelers reach and take Bo Nix, I'm not really going to be mad at it because they're in a dog water situation at quarterback. And they've all and no, no. I understand, but they're me, keeping a way to be really for real. And like, but no, I agree with that. But, move, but the bro. thing is, I think one of the other issues with the Steelers, and I hate to say this because this sounds dumb in in way, in my opinion, sounds kind of dumb. Is like they them being competitive with anybody. Kind of always work has also kind of worked against them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is my only. This is my yeah, only thing up. about. This is my only thing about selecting late round quarterbacks. Not too many like late first round quarterbacks really be hitting like that. I'm not going to lie. I can't really name you too many that I could think of in my memory bank. That's not named like Lamar Jackson. You know that didn't go. That uh maybe when, when did when did Rogers go? Rogers fell to what? What did he? Rogers, fall? 24, 24, 24, 24, 24. So yeah, so Rogers, Rogers is another one fell. But I don't think a lot of players right. who really Wait. fall out of the first that late first round like. What if I got to set because my my question. You mean from like twenty to twenty? I mean Deshaun was from the teens. My thing is this: if I have to, if I have to, to me, if I feel like I have to settle on Bo Nix as a first round draft pick because I can't get nothing else, then I'm not. I don't feel like I need to settle because then I'm gonna, I'm gonna repeat the same cycle and be back in the same place. And so that's why I always say: if you're a team, I don't believe GMs need to do moves that they don't 100 in their heart feel like elevates them. Now they could be wrong. But if you're going back and forth at 23 to pick Bo Nix, go get best available. Like the yeah, 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 most definitely, yeah, most definitely. Because like you, the reason why you do that, like let's say you have a Quayon Mitchell, Nate Wiggins available at wherever the Steelers pick at 24, and Bo Nix available. Right. And you, if you're a corner, because I, like I know that corner is gonna be impactful, like. Like no matter what, That's one of those move, corners yeah. gonna impact my team, and I can like get a quarter, and I can probably get a Spencer or someone else in the round two, someone like that. Let someone right. else reach on Bo Nix. That's why I think when I see my when people say mocking my Falcons here, Bo Nix and Michael Penix, I kind of hate it because with number eight overall pick, that's kind of insane. When we when I can call you at like. A Malik Neighbors or a Dallas yeah, Turner. Facts, facts. I'll say, Dev, hey. I think Atlanta's the second best uh, destination for a, for a quarterback in the draft. Oh, easily. Atlanta and Minnesota. No, I could agree with A Stat. I want you to go, best. but I want to say I want to say one thing. So, Stat, I want you to go. I also want to say this from watching the Senior Bowl. 
Mm. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little disappointed by Michael Penix's performance. Um, I think you know, the, the signs kind of mm. showed against Michigan a little bit, you know, some of the things that y'all told me I don't y'all don't worry about, but you know, that was the first instance. But I think in the senior bowl, that's when it got really like these are real concerns to me. Like after that, honestly, if I'm a GM, just partly personally speaking for myself, if your name isn't Jaden Daniels. Caleb Williams or Drake May, I'm not taking a quarterback in the first round. And the only reason I think I've, I've pushed back with y'all so much. I agree with that. Oh, JJ? And I think the this is how it's going to go. Again, no. again, the reason why I pushed back, the reason why I pushed back, the reason why I pushed back, the reason why I pushed back with those being first round level quarterbacks is just because I think you can get those guys in a second or third round. I don't think those are guys you have to. So we all just out them. on Penix. We just out on him now. No, I'm not I'm out on him. I'm not out on him. I'm not out on him. I'm not out on him. But my whole point is, my whole point is, my whole point is, I'm not out on him. But I will admit that if I'm a GM draft, if I'm a GM and I'm drafting between 22 and 32, and I have to take one of these quarterbacks late. I'm taking them. I'm taking, taking Penix over. I'm actually taking. I'm taking Rattler because the, I think I, I think the translatable. I think the translatable <laughs> skills for the NFL. The translatable skills for the N- Manny. You keep Which telling me I'm drunk. I watched mm-hmm. niggas in college who who came out of losing schools who ain't winning. Rattler is good, but he ain't better Manny. than JJ. Well, better than JJ. I'm drunk. What did you see? What did you see from JJ? If you believe in JJ McCarthy so much, why didn't his own team believe in him as much? Because when I when I watch most of the it was about that this this nigga this nigga acting like he don't know he ain't been Come watching on, NFL drafts his whole life. You see you see you see quarterbacks well, no, no, that's not my point. You see you see quarterbacks who have not seen with lesser talent go in the first round. We've seen all types of quarterbacks with all types of different records in a school go in that the first true. round. When you selecting quarterbacks it's all relative to what you think the quarterback gonna be. That's why you that's why you stoop stoop so low to go take Mitchell Trubisky at number two, or right. you go out your way to get a yeah. Zach Wilson at number two, or you take a risk and get a kid in Trey Lynch who only played 19 college games and you take him third overall. So, Manny, I don't understand what you keep saying. People are drunk. You've seen people people take risks. You've seen people take risks on quarterbacks with much more risk than special Rattler. So, That's, I don't understand why. I don't understand. Penix? You told me you're taking Rattler over Penix? There's JJ Michael Penix. There's both, Michael Penix. Does not. Wow. Hold on. Everybody, all these quarterbacks have concerns, right? All these quarterbacks have concerns, right yes. or wrong? Yes. So not let's go to Michael concerns. Penix. Let's go to Michael Penix. It's just the ultimately, and, it's the and, intermediate throws, and, and, and it's his and it's his, his injury history. At the end yep. of the day, that's going to be that a scare. History. The injury history is going to be a scare because if he gets dinged up in the NFL, it'll probably be nagging because the NFL they try to get you back faster. And we've seen how that goes. So his injury history, intermediate throwing, obviously those things are concerns. I think you look Bo? at you look at Bo. A lot of my questions with Bo Nix are not really his arm talent. Can he throw far? Can he do these things? But I do think when you go from a situation that has 
one level of structure and then you go to another one where the talent level is the most dominant. And to me, the talent around you elevates you. And that's not a slight against you because I think J.J. McCarthy has done that too. So right. in some ways, my, my concerns with that is when you get into an environment, which is the National Football League, where the pressure is the most intense and you're not going to be the most comfortable, I have to take that risk of what type of player you're going to be. Caleb, Jalen, and Drake and Drake May all did not play in ideal situations in their universities, but they still respectively the best three quarterbacks going in the draft because of what they're able to do and overcome for their teams. I'm not ta- I'm not trying to tax them too hard, but when I look at a special rattler who plays in the SEC and he has the worst O line in football, they're not still able to and is still able to make that work. To me, when I look at and I has, has, has but Bo is never. He, but what do you mean Bo, make that Bo, work? He had his chance. What did they I mean, make that? What do you mean by again, make that again, work? Again, 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 again. In the NFL, most situations aren't ideal because you have a salary cap. So because you have a salary cap, you're going to have legitimate deficiencies no matter what in a, on an NFL team. That's why franchise quarterbacks are tagged to help them overcome that. So all I'm saying is if I have to take a guy in the first round, I'm not saying Bo Nick's not talented. I ain't saying JJ not talented. All I'm saying that if I have to go pick late in this draft and I have to take a quarterback and risk my franchise on this kid being my future, I'd rather see the kid that has found ways to find success in an abysmal protection situation where I also know when he comes to the NFL, what I'm going to give him in the NFL is going to be even better than what he had to deal with in college, just from a legitimate stand uh, talent standpoint. The so only thing I'm that taking, worries me if like, I'm taking a risk, I'm taking a risk, I would take the risk on Rattler because I think him being in a situation that's not ideal, I think he will be able to figure some of that out better than I think some of those other quarterbacks will do that. But at the end the of the day, I'm that, that really still don't really matter because he's to me quarterback four or five. So I wouldn't right. even take him with my first three selections if I had to pick a quarterback. No, well, we talking about late first round. You the, not the only thing, but one of the things that worried me about Rattler is that, and I think he's going to get like, like he's going to benefit for coming out in the same draft that Caleb Williams is coming out in because they, when, but at, at the same time, what worries me about it is because when he was next to Caleb Williams, when they was, when he was in front of Caleb Williams, he looked terrible. Like he just looked, he looked True, terrible. Yeah. Like he looked, he just looked awful. So it's hard to unsee that when like, so it's hard, it's hard to see like you having the pressure on you and you having your chance. And then like, you just like blowing it and then like running away when like, it really got tough. Like at least Jalen hurts when it happened to him, he stuck around for a little bit. He stuck through it. Then he left. Like when it was clear, he was never getting his job back. Like Rattler kind of pulled like a, he kind of pulled like a weird move. And it, I agree. That was a weird move. I I think that I think question. Wait, my only question to you, Stack, is like, is do you do you think that he doesn't deserve credit for you know doing that and then flourishing enough at South Carolina to up his draft stock this much? Because like did we give Baker a ton of credit credit and we give quarterbacks a ton of credit for like not being good at the beginning of their career and bringing it back because we understand how hard that is. I'm just saying, from your perspective, do you think that he gets credit for that? Bro I mean, sacked, and again, bro was, bro was sacked forty times this season, bro. And that's a, and, and then his play style, like to me, he plays more like, <laughs> like he, it's like he he 
his play style is just it's a lot of hero ball and as a as a rookie like you know as a young player in the NFL like those players usually like the Johnny Menzel ball uh the Johnny Menzel ball like they kind of just like it doesn't go well in the NFL right now so i just i just don't know Johnny about Spencer Rattler. football like, Rattler is kind of Johnny Menzel plays Rattler plays Johnny Menzel ball it's kind of it like that's what he Stop had it. to do that's what he had to do that's what he had to do I okay, mean, that's what he had to do. <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> listen. Hey, that's hey, what hey, he had yeah, to do. Down, to yeah. make go it crazy. Go crazy. This, this man was a little It was a little old but still, man. That's what he had to do. I just can't see it. I don't know. But the thing about Penix is that what – so, like, where was somebody like – my? I don't like really believe in none of the quarterbacks in this draft because like where was believe, somebody like believe I'm believing believe what like what are you saying right now? Where was somebody like Will Levis? Like, all right, so Will Levis last year, if he went in, if he was in Do the just draft, compare Will where, Levis would where would he go? Where would he go? Where would he go? Like listen, crucify him. Wait, damn. Where would he go? Where would Will Levis go in this draft this year? Like he did. The same. Uh, he'll be, he'll be a part. Uh, he's going to be a In terms of quarterback drafting, in terms of quarterback drafting, he's going to be He went last year. He's going this year. Same exact thing. He might be QB4. He might be QB4 in his draft. I ain't lying. Well, 11 might go, be QB4 in his draft. He would go. He would or go. QB5. Wait, you said QB4. QB4 or 5. I think he would go before Daniels. I think he would go. He's going top oh, three. No, yo, 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 he had the hype he had, but he was yo, 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 picked the third. Yeah, and he judge uh, Daniels, though, so relax. Yo, wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead, stat, because I can't he hear you. He's going point. top three because these boys. These but boys no, with the with the hype, Will Levis had, bro. Like it just so happened that, like, and this is how the NFL draft works. There's quarterbacks that get hyped for no reason, just to have hype, just to have something to talk about for the draft. Then when it comes around, they fall to like the third, fourth round. I feel like honestly, maybe Daniels gets drafted in the first round, but other than that, I think everybody else falls like third, fourth round. Cause I don't think anybody in this draft besides like Drake May and Kayla Williams, you can make a case had like would be like better than Will Levis, like in college or Somebody like Anthony Rich Richardson or somebody like that, you know, like these people, like had like I'm I'm being honest, like I'm like last year's draft was considered way more talented. Like, let me ask you a question. Can I ask you one question? Let me ask you one question. I got a question. What does Will Levis do better than Jaden Daniels? I'll wait. I mean, hindsight, hindsight's 2020, bro. Hindsight, like taking hindsight, looking back, you can say this now. Like you can you can say this now based on potential, but we ain't seen like bro play, we ain't seen Jaden Daniels play like a snap of NFL football yet. So but isn't like, it revisionist history to wait, say wait, wait, that a little bit? But time out though. What's revisionist history? Wait, 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 what am I gonna have revisionist history? But my question, but my question is this though. I'm saying go back to the time. Not don't think about what he is now. Go back to 
the draft. Like, well, my question, that scene, like but no, my question is just like he, you know, Stat, you said this draft class is low key weak to you, but this class been really been hyped up as one of the the better ones in a in a minute, you know. Because it's better than last. No, 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 no. Caleb Williams, not true. Wait, wait, come out. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why that's not true. I'm gonna tell you why it's not true because this draft class came in with about five or six guys projected first round picks. I think when they before the the year started, the the first round consisted of Caleb, Drake, May. And then any combination of Quinn Ewers, Bo Nix, J.J. McCarthy, Michael, Michael Penix. That was kind of like the mix at that point. Joe Milton, depending on certain people's draft board, but obviously we know that fall off was That's epic. No one was talking yeah. about Rattler. Yeah, that was historic. historic. Yeah, Nobody was talking about Rattler. So, and, and this was considered one of the most sought-after quarterback classes just because of how talent-rich this class has been. I don't then, think- JD, then J.D. came into the fold having – Again, another year where LSU did their absolute best to sell him his Heisman Trophy. Had him in some. He probably should not have three losses on the record. I'm gonna say something real nasty. No, I'm gonna say something real nasty. I don't think think Penix. I don't until Hendon Hooker got hurt. I don't think Penix was even like considered. I think Hendon Hooker had like way better draft stock than Michael Penix does in GM's eyes. Like dead ass. Like. Go back to Hendon Hooker, and before he got hurt, I already know what like, you're going to say. He kind of not. I'm not lying. I'm not lying on that one. I'm not I mean, Man, I don't know. That, but that's not hot. But you told me, but you told me that. Get back to this though, because you told me that Will Levis was this good, that he would be the third quarterback. Well, you know what's so crazy back. though? I wanted to comment on that. This is, oh, this no, is he's the, here. This is the definition of revisionist in history. Mm-hmm. And last year when Will Levis was coming out the draft, people were saying he should have been a six-rounder. Nobody was jacking Will Levis. Not a wow. single person. Oh, nobody. Not a single person was, was jacking Will Levis. Will nobody Levis went to the draft because he thought he was getting drafted. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was getting drafted. Everybody, that's everybody. No, no, you don't go with a suit on. They won as a quarterback unless they tell you you getting drafted day one. But here's the thing: Will Levis is also one of the most inaccurate quarterbacks in college football. So, like, he had a lot of people that like him. He had a lot more You're saying the most obvious thing in the world: every player that declares for the draft, majority of the time. Thinks they're getting drafted. No, you don't go. You don't go to the actual event of the draft unless, as a quarterback, unless somebody told you that you are getting drafted in the first round, bro. No, nobody. But okay, but again, but again, this is where Vince's history. Nobody was jacking Will Levis coming out of Kentucky. No, nobody was jacking him. Nobody was jacking him. That's revisionist history. Nobody now, for these trades, history, but nobody Jack no, no, no. Well, well, wait, 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 Well, stat where stat is not lying about, where he's not lying about, is going into the year. I don't think people was jacking Will Levis. I mean, obviously, he has some buzz because of his physical tools, but again, his year in the SEC again was pretty average at Kentucky. But what he is not lying about, and you got to give him his credit, there was a bunch of people. Because you know how they do the Mel Kuyper, the Draft yeah, yeah, Express yeah. people. Yeah, they yeah. always plunge yeah. somebody to the top of the draft boards at the 11th hour. 
And so there was a conversation. Will Levis was going to be yeah, go to the, Raiders, the second, right? third. Some people yeah. said he might go before C.J. Stroud. Like there was a conversation. There was a there was conversation that he might be quarterback two or three. And to Stats' point as well, there's a reason why he was suit and tied on the stage at the draft. And I'm not. I'm gonna say this. I don't think a GM said we're taking with a first round stat. I think what had happened was he probably had some good meetings. Some teams said we liked you. We'll come get Something you. Like and and his agent, okay. they probably telling his agent he got a first round grade because usually your agent is the one who tells you where they projecting you on a draft board. So yeah. his agent probably was like, they got you as a top 20 lock, bro. Top 20 lock. So, you know, he a coach mm-hmm. tell you, though, like, okay. hey, if you yeah. don't be taking you, though, like, you know, like, that, that but, happens a lot. Yeah, but I will like, say this. Will Levis, though, will, but I will say this to Will Levis's credit, because I was not a believer. I said, I don't see this working out at all. Will Levis going to be straight. He's going to be straight. He's a dog. He's a he, dog. He gonna, that, that conference, that AFC South, Trevor Lawrence, good luck, King. And he got it. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Wait, I want to say something. I, to Stats' point, yeah, he is a competitor. To Stats' point, I'll give you this. Like, I think a big reason of why like that happened and why he went to the room was it was because like if we remember, like the quarterback class was already like not deep, and so yeah, like, that Stroud was in the AR class. He was in the Stroud class. Yeah, it's or or AR class. But yeah, that that class wasn't necessary because because like AR had questions about what whether he was going to be a pro quarterback because I of the reach that that Elfire is talking about. I'm just saying there was questions. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, I already knew that uh, that, that, bro, that bro athleticism was too yeah, crazy yeah, on paper. Too, though. I ain't gonna lie. There was uh, no like, way Anthony Richardson wasn't going first round, bro. The talent was too crazy to pass up, bro. That's why I'm saying, like, that's why I feel so bad for the Steelers because the draft to lead to a quarterback was last draft. We should have reached for Anthony Richardson. Like, Michael, Anthony Richardson locked up. He went, he went, he went, he went four. When they played, when he played Utah, that one game against Utah opening, opening to open up the season for Florida. When he got turned, yeah. He, I said, I remember, I remember I was telling Trent. I remember I think I told Trent, I said, Trent, I hope you see AR versus Utah. That's Oh, yeah. Top yeah. five. No, 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 no. And, yeah. I yeah. Vanderbilt. and then I saw him versus Vanderbilt, because, and I thought he was And then and they were really second tall. Because, were really like, yeah. like the ice on the cake. He ran a 4 3 8. Click. Yeah, yeah right. I'm going to be honest. To what you said earlier, quarterback. the quarterback position in the draft is all about what do you – what are you projecting this quarterback to be? Right. And that's why I right. never had questions as much as, yes, when I looked at Anthony Richardson's play overall, I did have questions about whether he would be as great as he could be because of the facts that he was missing stuff. But I never was sitting there saying, you can't take him in the first round. Because at, at the quarterback position, you, you low-key, especially in a playmaker's league like it, like it is in the NFL, you have to do it. So, you know, in a situation like the Vikings specifically this year, like as much as I wouldn't, as much as I don't like Penix, I would not be mad at them for drafting that, for drafting him late in the first round because you have the weapons. And if you're projecting him to make it, you have the weapons for him to, to, to do so. So that type of stuff, I'm not mad at. But I, would, I t- t- would I personally take Penix in the first round if I'm in Soda? No, I think if I want to take a quarterback, I would try to trade up. Uh, yeah, I, would, gotta, I would say F it and just do it because, like, it could really be something to have Jeff and Addison mm-hmm. and Drake Mays and Caleb Williams. That's a, a, a fast track success. 
at the end of the draft, Pennis can't be good with Pittsburgh. No, I, I think, think the Steelers. I think the Steelers. I think the Steelers priority. I like the Penix. I like the Penix draft more than Bo. I have Bo below Penix. Like if I'm Pittsburgh, I, I, like, I don't I do it because Penix I got Joe Burrow and I got Lamar Jackson and I got Deshaun Watson in my division. I'm not going for Michael Penix. Like I need a star. They need to get. They need to get, they need to get some. Whoever has the most athletic potential, that's Man. who they need to go for. Man, they like, need to. They need to take. They need to just take a year. Yeah, or yeah, tank. Yeah, or tank. Yeah, that's a problem. I'm not that that's a problem. That's not, not out there right year. now. I'm not going to get more. Yeah, I'm not going to get I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. My whole issue is this. The rule is that All right, but listen to this, y'all. Can you really survive the next decade of the AFC with a regular guy in that in that conference? No. no, You can't survive. Like, you got to really understand. Yeah, the game sliders in the Man, AFC, at the, so yeah, funny. like the I don't think people realize the gap in talent Rock between the injury. AFC and the NFC. And if your team is in the AFC conference, I'm sorry, you have to find a dog. Like, if you can't find a yeah. guy that is a game changer in that conference, you are doomed because we already will are willing to recognize the talent at the quarterback position in the AFC South is about to run the next, is about to be. Heavy. Oozing, heavy for the next for the next so on. Herbert got a coach now. Mahomes not going nowhere. Burrow's always going to be there. Lamar Jackson, yeah. like Josh Allen. Herbert. I mean, if listen, Deshaun listen. Play football yeah. again. If Deshaun Watson could play football again, and then let's not Who remember Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Josh Tua. Allen. Right. Like you have to find Tua. a guy to play in the conference. So it's right. like if I'm the Steelers, bro. I'm tanking because I will say this for me personally. I think that the best quarterbacks are the quarterbacks that have did not come out of ideal situations. Great players for their college teams, but not every not to me, not every national championship winner. Not every national championship winner is going to be a great NFL quarterback because your Mm -hmm. ideal the situations you're gonna get in the league. Like, look at Mahomes, bro. He was balling out of control at Texas Tech because he had to to win his games. He had to beat you 65-55. I had to snap on you or I was going to lose. But that type of game-changer type of ability was crazy. Even Lamar Jackson at Louisville, y'all. But when they went to – but do y'all remember they were the third-ranked team in the country at one point? They blew They blew, They blew. blew out FSU and but, then he was crazy honest, in Clemson. Yeah, but let's be Clemson honest. Let's be honest, though. They, uh, were not the third, they were not the third-best team in the country. Me, Lamar don't Jackson me, made them the third-best team in the country. So, that, you know what no, I mean? I ain't even going to lie. Joe Burrow's a winner. James Quick going out the sideline haunts me still to this day, bro. I know. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. bro. Yeah, that, that game was one of the best games ever. Yo, seen my life. Like even even Bryce Young, bro. Like you got to think about Bryce Young, man. Like I I, I had a lot. Why did get Bryce Young? Guys, yes, but he will never yeah. have them Alabama teams. Go ahead, Lonnie. Why didn't he? To your point, like because you were saying how like the Steelers are good, they're gonna need a dog if they tank. The number one QB next year would be like what? Uh, Shador? Me, it would be Shador, probably. But but here's the thing. So like, the AFC, the like how you said, it's so stacked. But at the very top of that mountain is Mahomes. And me personally, at this point, I think you need to be at least a top, a bare minimum, top ten quarterback, Facts. probably Ooh. top five to beat Mahomes. So do you think Shador could be top five? Yeah, because I think, honestly, Lonnie, I'm not, I'm he got a lot of CJ in him. 
What are you about to say? What I look at? No defense don't matter no more. I can't beat Mahomes with a great defense. No, you could be Mahomes yeah. with a great defense. That's not what I'm asking. But Lonnie is saying you still need somebody who go band for band with a guy like we just saw the the Ravens had like one of the had a historic defense. And I feel that wasn't enough. And it wasn't enough. Yeah. And they had the MVP this year. They had the MVP with a historic defense and they couldn't beat Mahomes. Yo, the reason why I think Shadur that's Lamar. The reason why I see Shadur, I think Shadur translates. I seen CJ. I seen Joe Burrow. I seen these players. I think I think the athleticism wise for CJ is comparable to those type of players. So and I think again, most sack quarterback in college football last year still was able to. Still, still able to thrive. I don't think you need to be Lamar, Jaden Daniels, athletic. You need to just Hell be able to no. get a first down on your leg. Yeah, as long as you can get a, yeah, as long as you can get a first down. Exactly, as long as you can move enough to get like a first down. Yeah, like you just need to be able to move. Like if you got, if you can't move, it's like what the hell, but. Chidora can move enough where I'm good on it. Go ahead, Hellfire. Okay, so all of this discussion. Uh, is leading me to want to transition to a question that was asked in the chat. Mm. Um, shout out to Deb for this. The definition of what a generational talent is. Yeah, because no, I'm going to be let's honest. Let's talk about it. No, be, no because I'm going to be honest. This QB class has gotten more hype than what was expected because of two guys getting that hype. <laughs> you mentioned Caleb, but yeah. Drake's getting it too. Might, oh, yeah. might not be as much, but he's getting it too. And even then, to me, my definition of it, they don't fit. Neither of them? No. I don't think Drake May is, but it's I think Caleb Williams, Williams is a for sure. Hey, hey, hey Hellfire. Why is it going to be a bus? I want you to know that. One of them. Somebody gonna be ass. I already know who it's gonna be. Don't <laughs> ask me. I already know who it's gonna be. Don't ask me. I, 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 I think they'll be mediocre. Don't ask me. Why do they not fit? I want to know why they not fit. I, I don't want you to. Know hold on, let, he thinks Jaden fits. Go he thinks Jaden fits. Hold on, hold on, let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. I, I agree this, with that. I this, agree with that. This class, this class does not have a generational talent at quarterback. I'm leaving. And to me, clip this TikTok. I, I need to hear his reasoning. I need to hear his yeah, reasoning. Yeah, the, the reasoning as to why I do not have a generational talent in this quarterback class is because of the flaws that you, that the quote-unquote consensus top two have. So, it, to me, when I look at generational talent, it's not just physical tools. It's not. I agree with you. I need to hear both. I need to hear Caleb and Drake Mays. I thought it was done. Number one for Caleb, it's his athleticism leads to be super aggressive at the wrong times. The decision-making is not generational. The guy that he's getting comp to and Patrick Mahomes has gotten the exact same issues with his hero ball tendencies. And when they are at when it's at its worst, it's horrid. Uh Wait, so just I've never seen Mahomes play I low key feel like Caleb's lows under pressure are 
on par with panics under pressure. Stop, like, stop, 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 stop. That's stop. disgusting. This That's just bro. utterly no. gross. Hold on, like I mentioned it before. I have issues with the processing issues with them. That's part of it too. And uh with him, it's also I don't see as I I, I just don't I, I don't see both of those guys everything together correlating to make a generational talent a quarterback. That's literally what it is. Well, so the tendency of him being a superhero, do you think do you think Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent? No, I did not have Mahomes as, as okay. a generation. No, 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 the only one that I've had out of the last 10 plus years is luck. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay, my God. That's true. Luck is nah, one. But oh, my God. Nah, how is luck nah, the nah, only bro. one? How is nah, he's the greatest nah, prospect nah, ever, though. He's the greatest. No, he's not. What? Potential when he came in the draft. J-Rod, who's the best prospect ever? Generational talent bro. potential. What, about what are you talking about? Yes. Bro, y'all, did you There's hear J-Rod's question? He said, he asked if Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent. Right now in the league, and he said Thank no. no. And the he only one no. that he said that came compared that is is Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck, no, like yeah, yeah, y'all like, not, yeah. I'm saying y'all not correlating what he's saying. You weren't about the Andrew Luck part. Yeah, I'm saying y'all not correlating what he's saying. He's oh, saying that the I'm only, the only oh. thing in the last he decade, he said over the last decade, he said over the last decade, the only quarterback that has had generational level talent in the last decade has been Andrew Luck. Because the question I asked him, fellas. Was right now, Trevor well, Lawrence. What you know is he a is Patrick Mahomes a general generational talent? And he said, Wait, so Mahomes is not Wait. a generational talent. Yeah, yeah look, he's crazy. But man, oh, that's why I wasn't I wasn't tripping about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was one of the best prospects. Wait, so I, 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 I have a question. Right? Yeah. 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 I, 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 I was a generational talent, but Mahomes is not. That's why I was wrong. That's do you think that like twenty tens Aaron Rodgers is not a generational talent? Like in the yeah, like what are we talking about? Is he he wasn't a generational talent? He he talent and player. Because like he might have it like in two different categories. That's what I'm saying. Like he might yeah, talent play. and player are I, two different things. I okay. view generational so, talent as like Aaron Rodgers on. Okay, so then that's why. All right, but that doesn't make. But that's the thing. And this is where I feel like this don't make sense to me. Is because anybody who knows talent, like Trent, me and you have played with people that, bro, this dude going to just be nice because God yeah. just blessed. God blessed him. He don't got to open up a playbook. He could just really go out there and be great because God blessed him. And I'm going to be honest. The reason why, to me, Caleb and Patrick Mahomes are generational talents, and a generational talent can also just be missed. You can miss a generational talent. Mm -hmm. When you look at Caleb, Caleb Williams and Patrick Mahomes, the hero plays that you say don't equate to generational talent, that's where I actually completely disagree with you. Fact. I think generational talents are players who do things that defy the game. That literally, they literally break. That nobody really, else can do. That nobody should be able to do. The fact that Patrick Mahomes can throw a cross-body pass knuckleball 
accurately away enough for Travis Kelsey to be the only one to have a chance at it. That's not that's not, that's not something that you can teach. That's I'm not, that's I'm not, not general. So when I look at when I look at Caleb, and when I look at Caleb, when I look at Caleb Williams, the reason why I look at him as a generational talent as well is because the same things that I see Mahomes, I saw Mahomes do at Texas Tech. If you turn their tape on, the improvisation of both of them players in college was damn near the same. And you know why the hero ball aspects of their game were the same at Texas Tech and at USC? Because the team was abysmal and couldn't stop nothing. And when you can't stop nothing, and when you can't stop a cold, can't stop nothing, you have to score. And so how is how was Patrick Mahomes and Caleb Williams walking onto the field every game? If I don't go get 50, we don't have a chance. We gotta at least get 50, and 50 might not be enough. Like when you you know for a fact work deep in college, and you're still getting like they're still giving you every game in the game a chance to win mm-hmm. or a minus bro, like USC why, minus six and a half. And also, you, know you can't stop nobody. That's why I've been that's Easter too. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. And also, here's the thing: I think we're getting confused. Generous of talent and prospect, like to make sure, like the definition of talent is your ability to do something. Like I know the processing and all that stuff, but that stuff can be learned. Like we, like, we, like that's like we've seen it with Lamar Jackson. People said Lamar Jackson and accuracy processing and he got better through that because he's learning that talent that's not the throwing ability the Mahomes have you can't teach that that is talent like talent is your ability to like just play the position or do something in my opinion when I see talent that's your physical or like your ability versus like a learned ability like processing the field or like learning the playbook or reading the defense like we see Mahomes yes Mahomes early in the career couldn't quote unquote read the defense but you see him learn to do it and that compares to the talent Equal the best quarterback in the league, That's and he was already the best quarterback before he could learn how to do all that stuff. So you can learn that stuff. And I think Andrew Luck probably is the best generation of prospect when it comes to you add all that. But he's not more talented than than guy like Mahomes. When I see it. I think. Yeah. It's like two different things about things. And that's why I hate when y'all, and that's why I hate when Hellfire brings the older Caleb Williams hero ball stuff. Like again, everybody named Mama knows UFC USC for the past two years has been one of the worst defenses in college football. If Caleb Williams okay, don't hey, but the negatives with that or Caleb doesn't put up 30 points plus, they're losing the game. We've seen it multiple times. Literally, we saw Caleb Williams but how is it ankle. And we saw Caleb Williams on, on one ankle in the cotton ball versus two but on one ankle. But but Trent, but Trent, you know what else, dude? You know, he's saying this stuff is 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 makes is like so worrisome, but Bro, have we not seen the hero ball stuff translate to the NFL? It's yeah, literally, yeah. It's it's literally translating. You take the good with the bad. At the end of the day, what I'm saying is the hero ball thing to me is not a detriment because for Patrick Mahomes, his hero ball actions that you say don't make him a gen that is the biggest curse to him being a generational talent. You know what, Hellfire? That hero, that hero ball has led to two MVPs. Five appearances to the AFC Championship, three trips to the Super Bowl, and all in the span of six years as a starter. And that and so, the hero balls with it, the it worse. My only it's thing worse. about hey, listen, it, listen, my listen, listen, wait, 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 Please stop, stop, please. Let me. How could that not be the? How could that? All I'm saying is, how could that not be the? Wait, wait. Like, but hold on. But Trent, they're literally, they're literally coaching. Trent, you, you literally, you, you, you literally are around coaches, so you know this. They're literally training. They're literally training kids to throw, like, to throw like Patrick Mahomes. 
and that's bad. Platform. That's what he doesn't like. That's what he. How is it bad? Jordan Love doesn't. Jordan Love was just doing it. Bro, you understand? Okay, this is okay. Hold on, hold on. Every quarterback is doing it. Okay, We are in the new day. This is what the league is becoming. Quarterbacks are not being coached well enough, which is why QB play was as bad as it was to evaluate. Oh, you're acting like a 2005 the you'll take a quarterback that with three minutes left in the game my defense can't get a stop you will be mad at a quarterback for trying to make a play to win a game versus a guy who throws it in the dirt and go for a play and hope that his defense can give him a stop and get the ball left. That, that, that to me, whenever – I just want you to know, to me, when you, when you talk about the way quarterback play is now versus back then, I really don't – I really can't get behind it because nowadays the quarterback play that you praise – don't even exist now. Thank you. It doesn't it's exist. It's expiring. It's expiring. Like that, like it's expiring. Like I want to ask you a question. So for the 2023 season, I talked about this a little bit in an article that I wrote. It was really tricky to evaluate quarterback play this year because of the inconsistencies and the negatives on the things that you guys preach. So I had like 15 guys that would be, I would, I was considering top 10 guys. And with the guys that Trent asked, for parts of t- for 2023, so this is your top like 15. It was Purdy, it was Love, it was Stroud, it was Dak before he shit the bed. Um, I feel like I'm this your top 15. Who go in the pocket? No, okay. I'm saying, I'm saying, just think about this the consistent top 10, or even we all know the top five lock for real. They all move off structure, all move off platform. It's not 2005 anymore. It's party time for all of you. Kirk Cousins was the best quarterback this year. You said what? It's party. I mean, I'm party, but is Burrow top five of you? Burrow still moves off platform. Plus, I think the real reason why he does the real reason why it was tough to evaluate QBs is not because like but that's not his inconsistencies with them. He still does it. Wait, wait, he can do it. Quarterback play being dumbed down. The only person who moves like statues for Look, today's just, game still is Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Cousins and I just want to ask maybe this. and Jared Goff for real, like because because we're because we're, we're moving off of the original yeah, point, and this is the this is the this is the thing that I said like 25 minutes ago wait 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 this is the thing I said 25 minutes ago you have to draft quarterbacks based off of what you're projecting and in the last 20 years. Who have we seen that has had it all together? Hellfire? Andrew Luck? Look, okay. That was I don't even give you that, but how many of them have? Mahomes doesn't have because, it all together. Listen, if no, Andrew he didn't Luck, have it all together when he came out, Trent. 
No, right now. Right now, like how we say. Right now. No, he absolutely came out. You keep talking about crack coming out, my nigga. We at J Rob asked the question. I'm talking about it up, but he just asked you. He's talking about what Michael Michael just said. No, but but that's still a question, and I'm not done with my point too, which is that you can't like if if Andrew Luck, if you had Andrew Luck as the best ever, how do you not think that Joe Burrow is a generational talent? I get that he had two crazy receivers on either side, but all the stuff that you say, all the stuff that you say, how did Joe Burrow didn't move together? He had he had some issues too, like. And guys, he said the last some issues. Everyone has issues. No one has ever said all time. I'm saying the last 10 10 years. years. He said all time. He said the last 10 to 15 years. Okay, okay, but hold on, hold on. Can I say can I say something though? That's and again, I hear I hear what he's saying. The last 10 to 15 years, I don't I don't agree that Andrew Luck was the only generational talent. I think I think we I think you can go into a draft and think a guy is a generational talent. And you can also learn that you might have had another generational talent within your draft that you missed because ultimately we've seen a bunch of players who have dominated the game. And uh, Aaron Donald, generational talent at, at defensive tackle. I mean, and he's five foot 11, 280 some pounds, undersized for the position, but his talent to play that position is clearly undeniable for what he's done. My whole question to you, Hellfire, this is, again, why I just, again, I, you say quarterback play now is more dumbed down. I think in some ways you kind of blame, like, the RPO system and stuff like that. I don't have – and if that's how you feel, cool, but I just don't agree with it because I think the quarterback position has had to evolve the same way the talent in the NFL has evolved. Unfortunately, for the LTs and the Sean Taylor, the Reggie Whites of the world, there was only a handful of them in the league at the time. In this generation, you get in multiple edge rushers that's running sub four six, running four fives, running four sevens. The linemen are faster than ever. You got D line, you got linebackers running as fast as wide receivers now. Like Michael Parsons is a four four guy. We have the most speed ever in the game, and so I think the quarterback position now to me, is actually, in my opinion, harder than it was back then because I, one, agree. I think the talent level I think the talent level has risen across the board. I think, too, I think because the talent level and the speed of the game is, to me, at its peak, to be a quarterback in this generation, not only do you have to be able to make throws in the tightest windows, you have to make millisecond-level decisions. And some of those decisions – may not solely be based in your ability to throw it. It may be in your ability to run it. So mm. I feel like the way this game is changing, the yeah, idea of a generational – the, 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 the way, like, for example, and, you know, Riddell said it, the schemes are much more complex, too. I yeah, think so, the too. If you look, at, if you look at the shell, if you look at – if you look at – you, you can't at, win unless you got a good quarterback. If you look at the like Jets, if you look at the Jets this year, if you look at the Ravens this year – those defensive schemes have given teams a bunch of nightmares all year long. The Jets gave every quarterback an issue this year. The the evolution of the game with evolution, when you when the game is evolution, bro, you, it's always going to continue to grow. Okay, bro. so the answer your question, I think, I think to say the game is dumbed down, the answer your question is is quarterback has a slight bit. It like has a bit to do with dumbed down. It's crazy. Like that's what I. Think it's because the flaws aren't being criticized. 
They are. Well, well, no, well, they're not. If they, well, if how would they not? Twenty twenty one, Mahomes wouldn't have been consensus QB one. In his slump. Yes, because it's it, 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 2001. If they were Christians, the RPO would have been down in the RPO. It's not the RPO's fault that the QBs who run the RPO aren't good at running, aren't so good at running other stuff, like more of the traditional it's, stuff. Dude, you're acting like the RPO is actually hard to run. There's a reason why the old QBs can't run it. It's it's not simplistic. It's it hard to run. It's not, not that many quarterbacks run the RPO. dependent on it can be that good at it without having to run anything else. Okay, but the QBs who run it aren't that good. They, I'm going to be honest. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm saying I'm saying the QBs that run the RPO aren't as good as reading, aren't as good as reading coverages, like as they are as they're not as good as reading coverages as they can read like a a free rusher coming in. So like reading a free rusher is hard. Like reading rushers, reading that's hard as hell. Like like that's hard. Like like. Turn like shifting your mind from a quarterback to being a running back is hard. So like that's not like something that's easy. And just because like the quarterback quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts they do it and they're not like they get dinged for not being good passes doesn't like mean that the RPO is something simple. Like it's not simple to run. It is. Wait wait wait. Hellfire. So I don't understand. Michael Michael Michael. Yeah. Oh. Yo, hell, yo, Hellfire, I think where there might be a big disconnect with you and everybody else is that, like, yes, it's a lot of schemes are less complicated nowadays, but it's not always because the quarterback can't handle it. It's because those new schemes that are less complicated are more effective. And Yeah, and it's a cop-out. It's not a cop-out. It's If something is less, less is sometimes more. So doing – so instead of having all these, like, options and schemes and different variations, sometimes having a, a – not a dumber scheme, but a less complicated scheme is more effective to the overall team because it's not always about the quarterbacks, it's about your personnel too. Tom so like, Brady would look like a dummy running the RPO. So it might not be like the quarterback can't handle the <laughs> teams, but also you have a receiver. The receivers can't handle certain situations. You think Tom team. Brady is the worst yo, football yo, player in the world yo, if his scheme was the RPO? If, if his yo, offensive no, coordinator was dialing up RPO, you guys something that I guarantee. I guarantee you, not a lot of people hear about this. 2007, when people thought that was his best season, there were actual there was actually a one read, one play design concept intricate into that offense when they had Randy Moss. Oh, saying, they had Randy all, Moss run something called a pistol route, like, which that pistol up. route by design was to bro, see if Randy you. Moss could beat a, beat a defensive back, bro, whether it be for a streak or a go route or a fade. It was literally like that. And Brady was able to run it, and he broke a fucking record off of it. So please don't tell me that he's not. he would not have been able to run something that was more predicated off of one redesigns because of the defenses that he was able to see. Okay. Nah, now, now okay. can, I, can I tag okay. back okay. Endo on this though? Because I'm lost with this whole conversation though. Like, bro, lost, lost. I'm a t- I'm lost on this because I just feel like in some ways, like you disrespecting the game I love. A little he bit. is disrespecting the game. I'm gonna be honest. I'm be honest. You disrespect the game I love because I'm I'm gonna tell you why. Like, for one, I don't. I think in one in some ways, like you're trying to say that they was running more complicated things back in the day, and I don't really agree with that because the option routes and all of that read op that stuff been around forever. It's just matter what was utilized, what wasn't utilized. Not only mm. that, 
not only that, the because of evolution, it has forced the quarterback position to change. It has forced your quarterback to not to to not only be able to make decisions passing, but make decisions running the football. But also, Hellfire, let's not overcomplicate football either. You can we can say what we want, but the reason Thank why you. you run read read option and option type stuff is because ultimately you're just trying to find yourself in a favorable matchup. I got five guys on four guys in this scenario. You're trying to play to your strengths. Ultimately, everybody knows whether if it's RPO or this, you could beat cover two running a smash concept. You could beat you could beat cover three running four verts hitting the guy up the scene. A lot of this stuff is still the same conceptually. It may change in terms of what you're running, but coverages don't change. The way you beat those coverages don't change. You can run. You can run dive. You can run halfback. Uh, you can run inside zone out of a pistol formation. Okay, if, they're, out of if shotgun, the way you read coverages doesn't change, then why are these guys that are coming out in shotgun predicated offenses not being able to read defenses from formations that are not from that as well, like we saw with Hurts this year and like and things like that, if it's not being if it's not changing the way that the defenses are being read. But did you bring up Jalen Hurts, bro? But wait, 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 but, but yes, what, because Jalen Hurts can't be a drop back passer. He, it's well, shotgun predicated. You you wasn't saying this last year though, because you only saying this because of what happened this year. And we keep it in the bean, like how we said before. Let's not talk about the play calling and what happened with the Eagles. That was a high school offense. Drink more water. It was. They run screens and hitches all game. That's not stopping any. That's not moving anybody. Not moving that story. He just not that good. So bring it up. So bring it up. He was also like he was also locking onto his first read. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm saying. When AJ Brown was healthy, he was getting locked into. When AJ Brown's out of the yeah, game, I'm a, but, on the Smitty, was not able to get anybody else involved. Okay, and this is and this, and this and this is again and this is again why I don't agree with you because in the NFL, the generation that you that you're praising for being, you know, I'm just gonna say the drop back era. What was everybody running in the drop back era? A pro style offense. So you running that? That was the majority of the offense ran in college. Everybody's running pro style. So you go into the NFL. You, trans, you, you transition to that in the league today. Most teams are running; they're running out of the shotgun. And yeah, you can say I can understand your point about right. you know are are guys not be able to see the whole picture? But I will say in shotgun offenses, they do teach you to read a half of the field. You you got two, you got a corner and a safety. You read that, then you try to get back. And I think there may have to be a level of emphasis in getting through a progression. But it needs I've to seen quarterbacks of this generation get through a progression. Are you not watching C.J. Stroud? I Can am, but C.J. Stroud is, is, is more like C.J. Stroud is more not like the, Kirks, the Goffs, like what Baker was doing in Tampa this year. It's more like that than running an offense like what Mahomes runs. Not every team in the league runs that kind of scheme. Today's football who, still who needs cares? To that's a lot. That's a lot of reasons why kids are coming in and struggling now. They can't. They can't do no, off-platform stuff. This, that's why a lot of people are struggling now in the NFL. So a lot of quarterbacks are struggling. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. I agree. That's coming out of That's why they coming out of bus. That's me and Jaron's point. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he bringing like the drop back era. It's it's not 2005 anymore. It's no, a total. It's and, and I'm gonna be honest and be honest, bro. If you look at some of the plays, some of the best quarterbacks in the league make, they just make game changing plays based off off talent. Like I think These one of the game things I, I think, I, have I think, the other stuff. I think one it. of the things you just need to be able to do. Yeah, but they most of these guys do have all the stuff. Of the, it's not. Of the, it's uh, not to worry. Yo, Hellfire. In, in retrospect of the era right now, only one guy been dominating that shit. I hope you realize that. Like only one guy been winning all the awards. One guy. Apparently, Tom Brady. he's not a generational talent. 
So if you want to talk about this new era that we're going into, the next few levels of quarterbacks that aren't named Patrick Mahomes, probably guys who are, are do, can do a threat. Let's be real with that. Like, the, the generation Dude, is yeah. moving Hellfire. It, it is. Like, it, wait, it's, yeah. He's not a generational, listen, is he a generational in, player, in, Hellfire? In wait, in nah, wait. nah, take it back since since 2000. Who wait, he's not a generational, generational player? Like, like CJ, and CJ, right. and CJ Stroud is nothing like Baker Mayfield or Jared Goff. He's it's not, not, not even because like, I want to I want to see your reference play. I want to see what your reference is. Jared Goff, as much as I like, as much as as much as I love Jared Edge, as much as I love Jared Edge. Jared Edge is actually not great throwing off platform. No, but I'm talking about like what I'm talking about. How he is as a like Stroud is not known for his ability off platform. He is known for his abilities as a drop back passer, like Baker, right. like Goff, right. like Kirk, like Geno. Like he had his New York prize last but year, like what's, Dak, like Jordan know. Love, like yeah. Purdy. Okay, he's like And if you're gonna bring up Purdy. In the biggest moment, two. in the biggest moment of his career, Purdy got to running, athleticism, making yes, a shake with his legs. Just en- yes, but he does it just enough to where it doesn't change the Shanahan scheme identity-wise. Okay, but you also but, but understand. Hellfire, hellfire, you also understand. We've seen two quarterbacks who have run and who are in like RPO option type systems go to two Super Bowls, right? Cam Newton and Jalen Hurts. So it's, we can't say it don't work. <laughs> So, like, can I also say something, please, to, to counter that? Because, like, I just don't understand. Like, wait, wait, wait. My bad. I lost. Give me two seconds. Give me two seconds. Because I, I was holding it in for a second. Hold on. Hold on. Someone, someone else go. Can we, can we, yeah, go so, I got a question. Yeah, I got a question for you. So, Helper, I got a question for you. When you talk about like the dumb down and stuff like that for QB playing stuff, do you also do you do that for any other position or just defense too? <laughs> Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. It, It's because of the fact that quarterback holds a lot more value in today's football than these other positions do. How do you feel about the 85 Bears? How do you feel about that? Because they They, they ran ran a 4-6 back in the day where you play that shit now, that shit is getting torched. It is. And they were just dominating the whole league. So how do you feel about the 85 Bears? Do do you you still They were not an all-time great defense to me. Hey, at least keep it consistent. Oh hey, God. at least he keep it consistent. Oh my hey. God. Even I can't even even though even though I think that's the only thing that the truth is that transcend transcend and in, in different eras, he might that not might be the all time. Dog, dog, dog. The coverage might not transcend, but the consistent though. If yeah. If you go keep it consistent, that's fine. I'm not gonna argue. But if you would have said it's still all time great defense, you play a four six in today's era, we're getting you're getting fifty on your head. Okay, so I, re- I got my take. I got my take. I got my right. take back. My take was like, I don't understand why you're so predicated on the fact that you need to run pro style under center. This is in that. Like, my question to you is, right, we see that the game is changing. As J-Rob has said, as Trent has said, the defensive ends, the D tackles, the linebackers are all getting faster. See, that means you need to be able to answer questions when things go wrong. So, to me... Why are we acting like Jalen Hurts can't, you know, he's not as good under center as in shotgun? Why does that necessarily matter? Does being in shotgun automatically equate to winning a Super Bowl? No, it doesn't because it's a different NFL. As I'll say, wait, 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 wait. Because not only that, you you consistently come up here and say, oh, 
the fact that Mahomes is QB1 this year is crazy because uh, progress, progression-wise, he's not there. Well, what about you screaming the fact that Tom Brady's the GOAT because he was able to get it done with pieces that weren't as good. And this year on the offensive side, the reason why they had won those games was because Patrick Mahomes is making off-script plays. And when you don't have trust with your receivers fully and you don't have enough time in the pocket, you have to rely on your off-script. As much as you would want to be in the pocket, you have to win and make plays when it matters. Yes, so all you of this still stuff need to be able to hear everything else too. Not and and like the flat like the stuff where it's like, it's like you oh, don't want people to check down. He does hit the check down when it matters, but he's gonna take his shots when he can take his shots. But when when aside from the Cincinnati game, when has Patrick Mahomes ever like just played whack for a game where you're like, oh, oh this, this never, is never, never, never. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Player has a bad game. Brady had bad games too. Brady had three pick games, four pick games. So that so that stuff's wild. You could say that he's playing at a higher level. That's no, not my issue. But when you consistently sit there and no you just harp on the same no stuff cap. when it's not even hindering winning, <laughs> makes no sense. No sense. How far to you? How far? How far? Who is generational? Who is generational to you? He said Andrew Luck. That's the, only that, that's the only guy that I've had as generational in the last 10, 15 years. Come okay, that's fine. So my, nobody, my nobody else has had it. Nobody else has been he's able to hold me to that. That's what fine. about Andrew uh, Luck? So my, my question for you. Hold on, hold on. Let me see. I want to go down this line of questioning with you, Hellfire. So you are upset about this current wave of play saying it's simplified and I don't necessarily agree but going down this line of questioning which which quarterbacks are you are you are you do you have issue with that this game is simplified it's the fact that the guys like Mahomes, their flaws are not criticized at all. Like, I, like I've like i said multiple times, 2021 was not criticized because people were still calling him the best quarterback because a slump year is better than everybody else. Okay, well, I mean, that has nothing to do with they're this not, current actually, version of Mahomes. No, they're not though, actually but... looking at what was actually going on. They're not looking at what his issues were. They're not looking at – No, that, that's fine, but your biggest complaint – your biggest complaint was this recent year, and this recent year has nothing to do with 2021 quarterback. Yeah, and, yeah so and what exactly but, about this recent year that is multiple instances? I mean, Mahomes is still doing what he's doing, but if this year is the one that uh, solidifies uh, your sample size that you're talking about. So, what exactly about this year, the one that that reinforces your point? What quarterbacks do you have issue with? Because you named a bunch that don't don't follow under yep. your uh, uh, Josh Allen in the playoffs missing simple reads and not making the right plays and having the lost start of the situational awareness and that drive was Brett Favre a generational that, talent? Damn well, no, knowing damn well that was the Hell drive man. that you were supposed to seal the game, not give the ball back Hell to no. the other side. Great player, though. Great player. Great, great prospect. Not generational, though. I don't think great generational. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. If I go back to if I go back to this nigga, dog. 
Damn, I get it, bro. But God damn. If I go back in the day, players, John Elway, John, John Elway's more of a bigger talent than Brett Favre. John Elway was tall. That don't make strong. That though. That's what talent is. It's things you can't measure. It's God given stuff. That's really what talent is. It's really setting a bar that's never bro, been said before. Really he had like movie. this strong and arm, and he was, was mobile like Elway. He was just as mobile. He, it, that's what I'm saying. Like Brett, Brett might have had this mobile. Brett, as Brett Elway. If, you, if you're comparing him to another the talent, best, then that's not the best. Like, put it their ball. The most velocity on a football might be Brett Favre all time. I'm like, damn, I ain't generational. Wait, 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 before, wait. Before we continue, let me just get into these super chats real quick. Lonnie, shout out to you, Lonnie, man. Salute y'all. Remember the notes I gave you on your game. Come here to cook. Facts. Room for y'all. Also, who my Pat's taking? Jaden Daniels. Y'all getting the black man at quarterback. Oh, Side note. Man. Yo. 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 Listen. Y'all bugging. Robert Kraft. Listen. 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 Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. Y'all are drafting a quarterback. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft has black be a Patriots fan. Don't worry. He wanted the He hired Gerard Mayo. He said, you know what? I've had Negro-like ten- tendencies for a minute. Be- Bill Belichick finally out of here. I'm going all the way. I'm going all the way to the cookout. I'm so you got Gerard Mayo. Then, yeah, we're going to be sick, man, because we're going to have to face that boy for the oh, next decade. So I think y'all get Jaden James, though. I don't see it. Unless Washington trades up and y'all are getting Drake May. I think they take Maserati Marv. I think I they take Maserati. I see us going tackle. I think they take Maserati. You were getting the quarterback. I don't know. Hell no. Y'all going quarterback. I'm going quarterback. No, 100%. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's going to be in charge of the draft? Yeah, we have three super chats. Let me just finish these jokes. Manziel, where are my snapbacks at? Fact. That lost me. Stat. That was crazy. Manziel what are y'all some play what are some plays that you knew were going to happen based off circumstance in the team for example i knew tucker was making that 66 yard field goal based on the fact that it was against the lions um yeah, i knew tyler bass was gonna miss that kick because the bills yeah me too me too i knew he was gonna miss that field goal too. Oh, <laughs> oh, i knew joe oh, Hey, bro, I knew in 2011, Eli was going to make that job to miss Phelps when that game. Mm, I knew Joe Flacco was going to start going. Once Eli was going to make a generational once, throw in the Super Bowl to fumble, the game, I knew. Yeah, once Diz fumbled, I knew it. I was laughing. Come on, now. It'll always be the 28-3 game because at halftime, one of my homies in high school posted on a story. You saw here first Patriots Super Bowl W, and we were all laughing at him, bro. And then when it got to like 16 to 28, dude, I was sitting there like, no, this is happening. And it was like partially because I, I, I thought it would happen, but I also wanted it to happen. But it was like, that will just like that. It's probably the most crazy how you can never say the greatest moment in my life that I called out a play was when I was a kid kicks. I went crazy when this happened. The miracle at the Meadowlands oh, no. when Deshaun Ooh. Jackson cribbed that punt. There at the game, crying. yo, Trent Snotty, yo, I was Trent Snotty, Snotty knows that. Trent, Trent, I had a Deshaun Jackson jersey. Bro, he was not supposed to punt it to Deshaun. He was supposed to punt it out of bounds. It's crazy, Trent. Let me make you smile, Trent. Hey, also another one I, I call, you can ask my brother because I was a huge Michael Crabtree fan. That catch he had versus Texas for the game winner in 08. 
Yo, that's went crazy. So that's Listen, same crazy. year, yeah. David Tyree. I was like, yeah, John's winning this game. When they, when they, when he that fourth and like twelve, when Wait, he threw David Tyree. Ass. And he caught that, but I was like, oh, no, he was going to scratch. I was there. Like, broke like three sacks. I was there. Three, I was there. I was For me, it was that goal line stand against the Seahawks in the Super Bowl because I knew that Marshawn Lynch was absolute dog shit in short yard situations in Seattle. And they weren't going to run the ball. I knew the thing we're gonna Bruh, do. Is that nobody the saw him. You're just, you're just so ball, cold man. today, Hellfire. You're just nobody so saw him. Not <laughs> get the ball. Just, you you know, 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 I'm saying some of the things. I still stand on this to this day, and y'all may disagree with it for real. That call Pete Carroll made, I swear, I still stand on. That's the right play call. That was the right yes, call. Yes, no, it is. What? what? It, no, it wasn't. It's the right play call. That's why. Early, I'm going to tell you why. Yes, it was, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It was well, execution. He got, he's playing the, the best defensive mind ever. My point, he knows I'm going to run the ball. His play, his Yo, game plan. Stop it. Yo, I got to How many times does Malcolm Butler make that Lynch. play? How many times does Malcolm Butler make that play? Below Manny, the problem, the problem with your mindset is you're trying to outthink him. You just got to let your playmakers make the play. This is prime Russell Westbrook. He can run too. Quarterback sneak that hole. Wait, wait, wait. Can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? <laughs> uh, there's reports that suggest that Devin Hester will be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Good no, job, Devin Hester. About time. Let's go. About time, Let's Devin go. Hester. Deserved. Very deserved. Oh, Devin Hester. Devin Hester is the most overrated kick returner in the NBA. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Nobody overrates him as a receiver, though. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, is Justin Tucker? Is Justin? Wait, so specialists can't be specialists can't be Hall of Famer? Yes, they can. Oh, yes, they can. I just. He cribbed the first play he back in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. Bro, okay, tell me. I got to sit you, down. Y'all do understand, right? If Devin Hester had legit hands, right? he could have been Tariq Hill. You do understand. Devin Hester was one of the main reasons why the Bears made the playoffs and went to the Super Bowl with that elite defense. They couldn't score homes because Red Grossman sucked. I remember Peanut Tillman being kind of the reason why they got there more than Devin Hester. I remember Peanut Tillman. Devin Hester, as a kick returner and a power returner, almost scored the same amount of points as the Bears offense that year. That's the main reason why they made it to the Super Bowl. What are we talking about, bro? No, but that makes a Hall of Fame career though yes yes he's no, the no, greatest no, stat, yeah stat, 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 stat. greatest return of I mean, all time the Panthers wrote Cam Newton to the Super Bowl and lost and nobody's saying Cam Newton's a Hall of Famer that's not the same oh my god Cam Newton is not the greatest quarterback of all time can I please say one thing because this is the greatest player the game He's a player. Okay, He's okay, many, many, many. To me, the Hall of Fame should be about what you do in the white lines. And if you're oh. a kick return specialist and you play the game at a Hall of Fame level, 
You deserve to be in because we can't do this Back. thing where we knock Devin Hester because his accolades don't add up to what a receiver would be when he just wasn't that at a Hall of Fame level. He was a kick return specialist at a Hall of Fame level. Hey, so live, therefore, bro. let me live. You if should he get for that. the Ravens and, Hall of Fame. And, and but, not only that, this man was a better kick returner than somebody that, you know, completely changed the way we think about the cornerback position, man. which is Deion Sanders. Statistically, Devin Hester was a better kick returner than him. But he's getting so, in over somebody. My problem is that he's getting in over somebody like James Harrison. Like, to me, like. Well, James Harrison should be in, too. They should. Uh, they, no, I don't they like both how can get in. They don't, really, like, they don't have to get in at the same time. That nigga yeah. Devin Hester should be last, 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 nigga. No, I don't, I don't no, agree like, with that. How am I going to be last, 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 last? No, go look at that list and see the people that's not getting in because Devin Hester getting in. Blame the Hall of Fame committee. Blame the Hall of Fame committee, You can make that argument continuously. At that point, you're going to say Devin Hester never is going to make it in if you just keep on saying that. Okay, time out, time out. There are, wait, but time out though. There are a million like James Harrison that were better than him that could be in the Hall of Fame before James Harrison. The point is with Who? Devin Hester. He's Who? one of one but when it comes to special teams. Terrell Suggs was not better than I think it's this. I think it's this. Terrell Suggs was not better than James Harrison. Terrell Suggs was not better than James Harrison than they cried, bro. Terrell Suggs was not better than James Harrison. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. When y'all scream over each other, y'all fuck the content, bro. But here's, here's the point, though. Here's the point. There's a lot of receivers and stuff that need to this be in the third time. Not, not forward. first. The best special teams player ever is Devin Hester. He's one yeah. of one. Period. That's what I said. So right. when, if you if you include special teams in the playoffs, like how they induct the punters and kickers, the first kick returner or it's the, it has to be Devin Hester. Period. Mm -hmm. That's point blank. There's so many good receivers. receivers. He's a third ballot Hall of Famer. I'm taking Troy Hawk. I'm taking Roger Craig. I'm taking Reggie <laughs> Wayne. I'm taking Hans Ward. I'm taking man. Stop it, man. Early, early, early. The problem, the problem with your logic right now is that there will always be a guy that is better than Devin Hester. At that point, Devin Hester never makes it. Like that's the problem with the logic. He has to eventually make it. He's eventually gonna make it over someone that you think is better at a more important position. Devin Hester, this is his third ballot. Like it's not a first ballot. Super Bowl moment was way better than Devin Hester. Now we're judging it by moments. We're judging it. Y'all just gave me a Super Bowl moment and trying to make it seem like Devin Hester should be should be. So my whole my, my whole my whole thing is this though like why are we Devin Hester was the best at something. Thank you. He was the best returner in the game. Oh, like man. I don't understand. Like most people think he's the most his peers in the league, most fans, and what he's literally on the stats like on paper. Deion Sanders telling everybody that he should be in. Bro, he he's the best with returner. Do with anything. I think he's the, the, best, he got the best PR team. I think no, he has he the does best not. PR team ever. No, he, he does not. Been, okay, okay, I'm no, like he does not. Was great. If you include special teams, you have to. Devin Hester is a Hall of Famer, and y'all might not like this one, but if y'all check his resume for real, Matthew Slater is a Hall of Famer because yes, of special yes, teams. Yes, yes, yes. You might not like it. You might not understand it. 
Matthew Slater is a Hall of Famer. He's a special teamer. He's a 10 time Pro Bowl. You said yeah. what? Look at the resume. A special teams coach getting the Hall of Fame. Facts. I don't know. I don't yeah. think. I don't think. I don't He's think good enough. Would. Yes. What you mean? We haven't. We have we ever seen a special team coach get in the Hall of Fame? Have we ever seen a special team player get the Hall of Fame? Yes, Ray Guy. Punter. Adam Adam Terry will so be. Adam Vinatieri is a special. Adam Vinatieri is a kicker. He's, sure. he's in the Hall of Fame. Hey, uh, 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 Trent Cook with that. Trent Cook with that. Are you ready? Hey, listen, listen, listen. You ready? You ready? You ready? So, Hall of Fame, special teams coaches that are in the Hall of Fame. Oh, <laughs> damn, early. You lying. Bill no, Walsh. Bill kick. Walsh. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. John Harbaugh's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Ready for the next one? So wait, so wait, so wait. Chuck no, Chuck no. J. early is that? Do y'all think Justin Tucker will be a Hall of Famer? Easily, no doubt. First ballot, first ballot. So how is Devin Heston? I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer, bro. I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. No, no, I'm not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. That's talking about kicking field goals, right? His whole career, he's been legit doing that, right? Devin Stester had a stretch where he was amazing, and in his later years, he wasn't. He was. You do realize how hard it is to return. He The last four or five years of his career was trying to get. I was trying to struggling to break a record. No, no, no. I'm not jacking. I'm not jacking what y'all saying because I see two punt returners and two kick returners that are first that are Hall of Famers: Billy White Shoes Johnson. Six punt returns in his career for touchdowns. Hall of Fame. John Taylor. John Taylor. John Taylor. Nah, nah, I'm not. John Taylor, another returner, Hall of Famer, bro. He only played in the NFL for like nine years, bro. Went to Delaware State, played for the 49ers. Really, bro. bro, He literally literally had some good receiver skills, but, bro, his career numbers is not Hall of Fame numbers. Um, it's because he played for a dynasty. It's because he played for a dynasty. He played for a dynasty. He played for a dynasty. Michael, Mike, Mike Nelms, Mike Nelms. He played four years in the NFL. Four years. Four years. Kick returner. He averaged 20 yards per return for his career in 1981. His second season as a pro, he had 37 returns for 1,100 yards, which was a league high average of pretty much 30 yards return. He was selected to three Pro Bowls as a return man. 1980 to 1984 Redskins kick returner, Pro Bowler. I mean, Hall of, Fam- Hall of Famer. Rick, after Rick, four years? Rick, after four years? Now, the other one is four Rick Upchurch. Now, the other one is Rick Upchurch. But still, still, Rick Upchurch, more known for his his skills as a return man, because that's what he's in the in the Hall of Fame as, a return man, his 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 total now before y'all say what he was a receiver too. This is his career receiving yards, two hundred and he played he played not eight years in the NFL. And then also two hundred two hundred sixty seven catches, only forty three hundred career and also, yards. Y'all receiving. bring it up that Devin Hester later down the year kind of fell off just because your career falls off there. That'll make you all a famer. Because if Fact. that's the case, 
But he became the greatest. He became the greatest. The reason why he's considered the greatest is is literally because of the because of the um because he broke the record. We're not going to sit here and act like teams were afraid to kick to this man. We're not going to sit here and act like teams were afraid to kick to Devin Hester at all. They were afraid to kick to One at a time, yo. They were afraid to kick to Devin Hester. Of course, it took him longer to get there. They weren't too afraid to kick to him. They kicked to him first play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, which was a mistake. Yeah, and he, oh, and he, and he, he took it. screaming over each other. Nobody can hear Show me. Yeah, I just think if you're the best, if you're the best, if you're the best, if you're the best at something, I think is okay. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying that there's dudes that need to be in before he gets in. Terry Bradshaw is not a first ballot Hall of Famer, though. So, like, I don't know what I'm not saying that he's. I'm not. I know he's not a first ballot. This is like there's always going to be people over him, so you could just keep on complaining about that every single year. That's my problem with it, though. My so you don't want him in at all. That's people that should be in before him. But here's, but here's my main issue. Yeah, think, okay, guys, guys. Hold on, real quick. Early, guys, this, are you this is my main issue. Right, this so say I, this point because we got to wrap yeah, this up. This is my this main issue. Up. I guess it's going to be me because, of course, my pops is a special teams coach. Y'all like devaluing kick returns and punt returns to an extent. Actually. Like, this is I'm y'all basically. He's the greatest kick returner ever. He lived that 06 season, really that one season, 06. Again, like I said, he almost scored the same amount of TDs. As the whole offense for the whole season, he was that one man. season, bro. Like that one. Do you realize how hard it is to, to return the ball? One season, every game. What you saying he did it for what his whole career. Now? He was if, a phenomenal. We're going to 70s Hall of Fame. Then, then my man Sterling Shaw needs to be in there. We going to. He should have been the Hall of Fame. He should have been the Hall of Fame. Make a wish, bruh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's also hard. It's also hard. It's also very hard for receivers to make the Hall of Fame. It's very hard for receivers to make the Hall of Fame. They made Chris Carter wait. They'll make other receivers wait. It's very hard for receivers to make the Hall of Fame. I think that's crazy, bro. I think I'm devaluing. Hey, but we not. Go ahead, go ahead, Randy. But like this, y'all devaluing special teams. We're not act, out here acting like I'm maybe not. the most exciting play in football is not a kick return, nah, especially in nah, especially do, in a I very high pressure situation. And James Harrison is in. I think, I think y'all, I think y'all, I think y'all are devaluing the degree of difficulty of no, it's bro, very if, hard to be a returner. If if, if, if all these names that I feel like should be in before him is in and. It's his turn, then yeah, let him in, bro. But like, I don't, I just bro. don't think he should be in over some of the people that was left off. Every year, that's okay. That's, that's okay. That's okay. He's entitled to his opinion. Yo, stat, click that link I sent you in a private chat. But hey, chat, we appreciate y'all for coming on Open Field. We'll see y'all tomorrow on the episode of the Press Box. It's Super Bowl week, so obviously, it's gonna be a movie. Super Bowl predictions are coming. I hope y'all got y'all playbooks ready, fellas, because somebody, a canary, is going to have to sing. And it'll either be Patrick Mahomes or it might be Brock Purdy. We'll see yeah, how it goes. tomorrow. You niggas better yes, pray Patrick Mahomes. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right, bro. chat.